This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Yeah, yeah, ooh. Banya. Belly! If you cut me, you go see blood. And if you squeeze me, you go feel the love. We are one people under the sun. One nation under the love. So who feel the black? Who feel the black? Who feel the white? Who feel the white? I don't know. But it's right till tomorrow night. Who feel the wrong? Who feel the wrong? Who feel the right? Who feel the right? Come and go. And all who feel the too bright. Let me jump up. Same way. Let me wind up. Same way. Party Same way. Let me jingle like a kete. We come to play my. Really different 99 1% love to wine represent all that we want to see happiness prosperity I do you want you for me cause if you touch me you go see blood and if you squeeze me you go feel the love we are one people under the sun one nation under the love so who feel the black I think that instrument, I mean, we could talk. <laughs> what? Again? We're getting fresh tunes this morning, boy. Shane, hmm. you better leave a list for somebody. Do not pong, do not pong Paul Richards. I ain't pong, I just seen the refreshing no, like music. That kind of indirect ponging of Steve Kahn. Not at all, Steve. I have a greater appreciation for what Steve does in that studio after yesterday. I just saying Shane should leave a list of music for him. Mm-hmm. It might help him along a little bit. I love that song, My Blacks, though. Yeah, but it was there all the time. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to sing it sometimes, John. If when you cut me, you will see blood. When I see here, it's on the power break question. Uh, the message board is down. We apologize. So, Oh, good. <laughs> so, we can take some more calls because we have no other avenue. 
uh, for a couple more minutes before we give the results because I'm in the message board is down. So those of you who would normally uh, respond via the message board don't have that, that opportunity this morning. Or actually, maybe you do because I think Shane said he only get good morning. So you could please send your messages on the poll to the message board. We'll give you about 10 more minutes before we give the results this morning. You see how much things Steve just do? Things just, just go wrong when Steve not there. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the dress code in government offices needs to be reviewed? Apparently, it's considered being considered to be reviewed according to a minister of public administration. But, but didn't we hear that before, Richard? I've never heard them say they were reviewed. Uh, I heard they say that before. I heard Minister West say that before. I've never heard that. And it takes long to review things in this country. I mean, yeah, they changed the like, dress code in the assembly already. Yeah. And it after take long after less time in, in office. Yeah, all it, all it has to be is a directive to government office. That's all it has to be. Yeah, I'm saying remove all the, all the dress codes. But not all, but all. Armless and all. They could go in there naked. All no, that's and and I know people will come with that. That's extreme. People are not just going to come. People, most Trinidadians are going to dress appropriately. I agree. So all dress codes need to be removed. So don't tell me, oh, somebody go come naked. No, they'll be refused and and. And say obviously you can't come in and who's going to come naked to an office anyway it's trinidad so that's obviously somebody with a mental condition so obviously in my opinion all should be removed so we're taking your calls uh, you can let us know what you think and please send us messages to the message board let us know because there are some offices that have no dress code and they function 10 minutes this morning yeah there's some offices that have no dress code don't they function your office has a dress code? No. Okay. Zero. See, and they function. They don't have an issue. Yeah. And nobody comes in in a disrespectful manner. No. Precisely. Government services, once they're jumping through the hoop to get government services. And then I, what I can't take out is the fact that it have, there are uh, windows for five or six attendants. And 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock all close how does that make any sense yeah i don't know when when people generally run away on the lunch hour between 11 and 1 to transact businesses at, at state entities i don't understand what you can't stagger it with working hours it's so hard to say you go for lunch now and you 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 three go for lunch 11 o'clock and leave three windows open and then you three go come back and the other three take take over that's so hard to do I always talk about the licensing office in St. James because I don't know. I wish that, and it's a woman in charge, or she was, maybe she's retired now, who I have never seen a, a, a government agency work so efficiently. That licensing office in St. James. You go there 11 o'clock, quarter past 11, quarter past 12, eight windows are always open. And she comes outside the, when I went there last, and she says, are you getting through? Are you having any challenges? And in literally half an hour, you enter there, renew your license, take your picture, and you're out of there. They still operate, or they, they close that one down? They may have closed it down now. I don't have them gone for a while after I took a 10-year license last time. Okay. So I haven't gone for a while. It's coming up in about three years. But when I went last time, I mean, so efficient. And, and I went at least on two occasions before there, and every time. 
service is unparalleled. So I've always hailed them as a, a, one of the, 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 the persons where the sense of management is where it's because of the, the, the senior management at that place. Always efficient. Anyway, we're opening the phone lines. The numbers are 222 Talk, 222 North Americans, 866 525 1099. And of course, people with the web and the app, uh, you know what to do. Yeah. Oh, we got also still taking your votes, by the way, um, on the message board with regard to do you think that the dress code in government offices needs to be reviewed? Yeah, this after a woman went into the treasury building and was told she can't come in because she have arms. Because she had on an armless dress, well dressed woman, you know, well dressed, and because she had on an armless, she told she can't come in. Some guard decide that. Mm-hmm. You understand? You say you're applying policy. Anyway, you know, you can't have a, a, a uniform or any kind. Just get an attitude. So the other big story this morning. Hmm? Sorry. One of our regular listen says that she was actually that that lady who put on the curtain was actually um a loyal one or two fan. Say so good morning, Ali. Yeah, she, she used to be one of our loyal one or two fans. She'd do the right thing. Go on in the car, pick up she curtain, wrap it on she said, and go. Where you go to? This is my garden. This is my outfit. Yeah. You can't put me out now. Stupid. Anyway, the uh Alu Trent issue continues to haunt Trinidad and Tobago, with now government being hit with a $2.5 billion lawsuit. No surprise there. Uh, afraid to use the word collapse now. The deal was stopped by the UNC government after it uh, went to office in 2010. And the Chinese contractors of the smelter plant are now suing the government of Trinidad and Tobago. At the time, the Manning administration uh, sought to diversify the economy by building the the that plant still exists, doesn't it? Sorry, does not plant still exist? It does. I think so. You know, it didn't move forward. It was cancelled. No, didn't they start building that? Mm-hmm. And isn't it somewhere in the Labre area, somewhere there? Because this is when I went, why I'm bringing this up is because when I went on my jaunt to Cedrus Icarcus, um, we were passing, you know, through so many back roads and whatever. I can't even remember all kinds of places I've never been before. Um, you know, Woodland, Gandhi Village, all sorts of places. But anyway, there was a certain part where we were driving and there was this facility. And um, I think one of the persons in the car was saying that they think that's the. Um, plant we have a call the plant but i'm not sure yeah. but i'm not sure because i was like wait did they actually build it it's started it? building uh good morning good morning gentlemen when they speak about coal, i thought they were speaking about you know those white vests that those young men wear i thought is that the meant at time i was properly dressed and i went by the um passport office Luckily, when I go in the road, I always walk with a shawl. So when he said I couldn't come in the, with the armhole, I just threw my shawl over my shoulder. But I, I think um, women, I hardly have any um, thing with sleeve in my closet, so I always walk with, with a shawl. Else you're up the creek. Yes. yes. Oh, 
or your or your shawl or a pashmina or something like that. So you had to walk around with a shawl, so I guess men had to walk with a shawl too. But Wendell just tell me a story because when the um um Wendell is saying that um what let me see. He said he had to his son had to change his jeans because it had patches on it to go into licensing office in Carney. Because he wears what? one of those jeans with patches on it. He had to go and change his jeans to get, get into the licensing office. That's nonsense now. That's subjective interpretation now. You were you, is that fashion police? Yeah. So I guess if the jeans have holes, they're anything in either. As they call it. If it's distressed, as the fashion team is, they're anything in. All right, so Karen Sivaran is telling me that what I saw when I was traveling through was not the aluminum alutrin smelter. He said I was never built. He said that was the TGU, TGU power station. So it was the TGU power station, not alutrin, because the alutrin smelter was never started. So, the TGU, that, remember that, that power plant was built to supply power to the smelter? It was, well, the TGU was built to supply alutrin. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what's standing there. And they they, oh. they use the power for something. There's a kind of connection, yeah. 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 You understand? Uh, thank you, Karen Sibran. Sorry? No, just thanking him for the information. Yeah. So Dr. Oli uh, disclosed last night that the uh, state is being sued by the Chinese contractor because, of course, it was stopped in 2010 or just after 2010. When do you see? Good morning, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, I had I had an encounter like that in City Hall. I was well dressed, had a, a dress pants on just under my knee, and they didn't let me in. I had to leave. So I, 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 I talked to the, the security there. I said, So, um, is that dress pants I have on? It wasn't even tied. So I said, So if I come in a short kit, Reaching me underneath my body. Yeah, so, so a skirt can I get him, but I just pants can I get him, and a skirt could be shorter. I mean, yes, it's so stupid when you think about it. It is. It really is. And I really hope they can do some reviews. They're not concerned in that, that policy that they have. I don't I want any it. review. I want zero dress codes. <laughs> because whatever you review and put in place, somebody going to interpret. It is. It's true. That's so very true. Yeah. Have a good day, gentlemen. Same to you. Should I have no review? Don't tell me about no review. I don't want no review. Good morning. I think we lost that one. We're taking your calls this morning. We want to know what you think. And you can also talk about the Vincent Nelson in Broglio. And of course, we're taking calls about our question this morning. You could weigh in via the phone. Uh, do you think the... Good morning. Yeah, Trust morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, but I know they tried to tell you you can't get in, Mr. Patrick. Boy, I went on the port already, boy. They put they put me out yes, boy. <laughs> they put me out on the port. And that place, that place hot and sweaty, boy. And I dress up in my nine three quarter pants and this and that thing, boy. They in a tropical country. <laughs> they put me out. So they, they say, well, my wife can go in. I say, well, girl, you got to go and have nothing inside here. But... The Alutrin thing. I go around with Mr. Arnold, about Animal's processing, Mr. Forestry, but that thing, boy. 
Ese es un kilo. Tengo que ir a la vida de Daran. A mí me gusta el cansado. A mí me gusta el sandalito. Protesta aquí en el chasero. Le voy a ver por la boy. Pero yo estaba leyendo algo que se va a ver aquí. Tobago, el Virgin Atlantic, continúa en el flight. Ellos dicen que no es no viable. No es viable. Ellos continúan en el flight. Y ahora es el tiempo que se puede resolver. Y el Virgin Atlantic es el mejor transporte entre Inglaterra y Tobago. Entonces, ¿qué va a hacer? ¿Qué va a hacer? ¿Qué va a The Alicin plan never come up on stream because they say we don't get cancer. Right? Oh, there was a report on them places. Right? As a matter of fact, I went to a church where they didn't remarry. And the pastor for the people, they had an ambulance. <laughs> like in broad care. Except <laughs> that that's not a government office. <laughs> so, so, you could get put on any time you show your arm, boy. We can't go in heaven with armless. Ah, oh, boy. All right. God will say, no, you can't come in here. You live a good life, but you have one armless, so you can't come into the, the gates of heaven. Good morning. Good morning. Hello? Good morning. Hello? Yeah. Remember, we're barely hearing you. Hello? Hi, good morning. Good morning, Carla. Hi, good morning. I am I am talking about the dress code. Some my niece went to licensing office and she went with a slipper in her seat. They did not allow her to come in there. Is it that they are taking out her license picture with her feet? No. So then why not allow the person to go with it? She has to borrow some man big sneakers to put in her feet to go in to get license. This is wrong. I find it's time that they change this dress code and allow people to wear whatever viable for them to wear to go into there. And, and you can't argue reason with the security no, guard who no, killed no, fashion no. police, you know. There exactly. is no arguing or trying to be logical, you know. Not and, at all. And look at simply the banks. In the banks, they're telling the girls and them in the bank workers, don't wear their toes outside, don't wear their heel. What does that have to do with you banking your money? What, they don't know if you had your toes outside when you work for the money? But it's in the bank. But now they want to tell you, don't come in the bank. You can't work come with them. The workers can't come with their toes outside and the heel outside. They're all behind counter. What does that have to do with the money? Oh, God, this is ridiculous, ridiculous. And no, and for years they've been going on and nobody's seen that. And they, according to you, they're fashion police. They're fashion police. Want to tell you how short your pants. I see a man come with a pants under his knee in the social welfare place. Under his knee of nice, well-dressed short pants. They make the aged man go back out because he cannot come in there with that. So out he goes. They don't know where this man comes from with his last $20. Pay his passage to come. You send him out. So he have to go. Where would he go and get a long pants now? Buy one? No. This is ridiculous, and I find it's time everybody get on board with this thing and let them stop this foolishness that is going on. Yeah. Thank you very much. Review is a word in Trinidad and Tobago to be very wary of. That's true. Review means you can take one line out, you know. We will review. Review is a, a synonym in a Trinidad and Tobago context for inaction. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning. Uh, two great stories. 
will now get where discrimination and clothing arises. In National Logic Control Board, you cannot wear sandals, short pants to go in there to cash a price to change the ticket. Unbelievable. I would like to think someone comes to Trinidad on a holiday, plays a prayer or two casually win, and now cannot go. Pointed to not the level of the prize money. They have to go into NLP. They will be unable to cash their ticket because they are not dressed properly. And then, most jokiest thing ever, Back a couple of years ago, a friend of mine, late at night, she was she got a bad feeling and went to Mongo. So she put on her dress and went down. It was around the stomach area. And the nurse chastised her for wearing a dress, which meant the doctor had to pull up everything or pull down everything to get to the area. She should have worn a skirt and a top where it could just pull down easy or raise up easy to just create that space only. Hello? Yeah, yeah, and you'll be listening. Yeah, two examples of dress code. Uh, when it was discrimination in my context, my thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Colum. No, because uh, you, uh um well Karen is Karen Sibran is also giving me some information. He's saying that I, um, for workers, the type of footwear has HSE implications. Employers have a responsibility to ensure that workers are in a safe environment. So, so I know workers may have dress codes according to the business that you belong to, and and some of those may be safety requirements. Um, um, I'm not so sure in a bank um, if you're exposed to or exposed heel may be safety issues. I don't know if they expect some register to fall on your foot. I don't know. But um, but certainly, I know business places will have dress codes for their employees. But sometimes you have uniforms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I understand that um, that you will have some sort of dress code for for employees. But 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 a bank is still private enterprise. When you're talking about government offices, taxpayers' money fund the operation of those offices, and yet. You are going to get a license, and because you have a patch on your jeans, they're saying you can't come in. You're going to renew your license, and because you have on a sandals or slippers, they're saying you can't come in. You're going to renew your license, and they're saying because you have a strapless on, you can't come in. Simply to take a picture for a license and to renew a license is a kind of a way, in other words, of not doing your job. It's like you're doing a filtering system, in my opinion, of saying, you know what? I read, I see, see who coming in with kind of bad clothes there and stop them because may have bad clothes is subjective. Hard. Yeah, I may have to work too hard today, now, so find some reason to stop them. It can get Remember, us ridiculous. We have a call. Good morning. It can get as ridiculous as that. Mm -hmm. But properly subjective. Good morning. Morning, morning, gentlemen. Um, I have a, everybody has a story as well. I have one. I came from New York to get my boot paper. And I went into the office. I was staying in Arima. So I came to Port of Spain early in the morning. Went to get the boot paper. And was told my pants were out of three quarter pants. I can't get that. I can't use that. I can't enter. I had to go across the Frederick Street. By, by Woodford Square somewhere there on Frederick Street. And buy a pants, a jeans, a pair of jeans. And then go back. Now I was behind, far in the line now. And spend the entire day. 
to get my birth certificate. Now that jeans have been christened, have been baptized. I now ask my wife, where's my birth paper jeans? Because it has a name. The special jeans birth paper jeans. Okay, yeah, where's my birth paper jeans? I need to wear it, you know? Honestly, that's not a joke. I really do call my birth paper jeans. And um, yeah. the one where the, the lady put it on the curtain, for those of us old enough, there was an episode of Carol Burnett where she had to go down to a ball or something and she used a pair of some drapes from a, a window and she wrapped it around herself and she appeared in the ball with this lovely, coming on the stairs with this lovely set of drapes around her. I don't know if you all remember that episode. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but I, I, that, that's my story and I have a nice reminder to put paper jeans. All right, yeah. gentlemen, have a nice day. Well, th- we have to say thank you to Alison Backus for at least getting the topic on the national conversation to some degree. And because of wearing that curtain, I believe she is listening. So good morning, Miss Backus. And, and call, us, we, call us if you can, please. Yeah, Alison Backus, I believe she's listening. So um, thank you for um, and, um, having the conversation or causing the conversation. And you see this, uh, Paul, I am sorry. Anytime a government say we're going to review something, that there's nothing to review. And, the, and they're going to take forever to do it. I've heard that before. We have a call. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Richard, Steve, Wendell, Paul. Morning. Morning. Hi. Bernadette here, Richard. Hi, Bernadette. Hi, Bernadette. Yeah. Belated um, happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I went to see about my birth people in Arima about two or three weeks ago. But I had on a three-quarter pants under my knee and a jersey. So the same thing, the lady come down, she look, you cannot come up, you cannot come up, you have to take off, you have to change that, that wear, a gentleman and myself. Well, I don't know where the poor gentleman came from, but I just had to go home and change my, clothes, change my pants and come back. But the, when I reached back, I, I was telling somebody, you say, you, you know, you wasn't supposed to do that. You're supposed to take them up on that and thing. But, you know, I wasn't in that kind of frame of mind that hour the morning, Richard. You know what and and you know what also? That's the only bit you can get at service. So you have no choice. You have the, you have the, the mercy. That is it. And I needed to get in and out of a remark quickly to come back home. So I say, but what the hell is this with these people? This is real primitive activity I had to deal with. My pants was not even my short pants. So if I come in, I'm short pants, so I just wear now. What do I do? They don't call the police, man. Mm. Anyway, hey, you're being right. lewd and indecent. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, all of those all of those rules are pack of crap. But as you say, birth people, let me give all a story. A uh, 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 elder relative of mine went to that same TT Connect. It's TT Connect you're talking about, right? Yes, upstairs by Pennywise. Right, upstairs Pennywise to get her birth certificate. She is married, right? So her birth certificate, her ID card has her married name. She has a marriage certificate and she's applying for her birth certificate, which will, of course, will be in your maiden name because you didn't born with a married name. True. So your birth certificate will have your original name and her, but her ID card has her married name. The boy tell her she can't get the birth certificate because the name different. She have to go to Ministry of the Attorney General and Legal Affairs to change the birth certificate to prefect a married name. Wow. And I'm like, what? I said, that makes no sense. 
I said, what kind of training do they give these people? I said, because how on earth do you change a birth certificate to reflect your married name? That's your crazy. birth certificate is your birth certificate. What he had to do was tell her, she, if it is, she have to go and swear to her affidavit or whatever, but then... But she has a marriage certificate already, so that you're saying, this was my maiden name, and, and that, all I want is the birth certificate for $25, yeah. just do your job and print it out and give it to me, end of story. And then the well, she have to go and change her birth certificate. You do not change your birth certificate, but all married women in Trinidad and Tobago have to go and change their birth that's, certificate. That's married nonsense, yeah. That yeah, is that. preposterous, nonsensical, and Crazy. stupid. Because only thing they and tell obviously you you're not well trained. Obviously, name and all this kind of crap. You know. Obviously, you're not well trained. So TT Connect, big fail stamp for that for that decision. Yeah. So I told her go back. And I and I and I told her in that same building, Legal Aid has an office right there. Go to Legal Aid, and I wanted them to go up with you and speak to that, speak to that idiot. To change anything on your birth certificate requires a court order. Why? Because it's a registered document. But it's common sense. So if you get married ten times, your birth certificate will change ten times. Yeah, that makes no sense at all. It's moronic. Yeah, it is moronic. Sometimes I wonder if they do, they really think about what it is they're telling you, you know, or what question they're going to ask. And I, I, it's, it's because they are, they're applying ab, arbitrarily a, 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 a rule that really has no bearing in, in modern day society. True. Like, don't tie a cow by a tree after six in the evening. Yes. And uh, <laughs> them long time laws on the books yeah. that yeah. don't make yeah. no sense was when, when people had plantation and thing. Yes. Wow. I think really, it's really, and, and when, as Richard is right, when you hear it is being reviewed, it I have heard the minister say that already. It means it could take three years to review. Yeah, or 100 years. I might reach mm. 100 and something before they could change them laws. Yep. Wow. Let me tell you something. Paul, all it takes is the prime minister giving a directive that government offices are no longer to have dress codes. That's it. And the PS is passed it down. That's all. Because, listen to me, and... Because dress codes are not some legal thing. Dress codes are simply policy decisions made by respective government departments. Right. Take, for instance, if you go into a party and they say all white, and everybody just come in all white, you understand? Nobody don't even um, look, look at... Well, but they will come in their white. Just as well, I get troubled. I do go in the white. Well, well, some people just come, well, some people like, come in well, all red for spite. <laughs> <laughs> me don't go in no white. Don't tell me what to wear. I don't have to get any tell me what to wear. <laughs> but listen, Richard, on another good note, serious note. Well, the other one was serious. Um, I was traveling, what date was, in the bus. You know, now I could travel free in the bus. So I, um, I met this child. This child came in the bus from City Gate, and he had on a CIC uniform. Well, you know, I went crazy. And the child come and he sat next to me. So I am asking him, what form are you in here? And he said, form six. So, you know, I, start, I told him, so that's my grandson, I'm a mother, blah, blah, blah. Eh, eh. So I asked him, I said, but um, what school? No, I didn't ask him what school. I said, what subjects are you doing and stuff like that? And he told me, you're doing science subjects. So I um, asked him, well, what school you came from? No, what school you, did you come to say, is he from form one? He said, no. He just tell me, you know, school he come from, Richard, and 
you all people there in that thing, Mount Hope, well, I call it junior sec, Mount Hope Secondary Secondary. School. Excellent. Right? Mount Hope. Listen, hear what this child told me now. And my heart went out, and I felt so proud. He said, um, he said, moms, um, you know, I got distinctions and ones from Mount Hope Secondary School. Nobody put up that. Nobody in advertised that. He said they honor him in his class, and he just applied. He wanted to do Form 6, but that school don't have. So he applied to CIC, and they took him. I felt so proud of that little Very boy. good. Huh? Very good for him. And his yeah. parents, he clearly has a good support system. Of yeah. course. But then he said in between, while he was doing his CXC, his father came and died. Oh, right? Oh. And so he had, you know, problem, you know, tension, yeah. you know, this. And look at what that child came out with. Come on, right. man. Very good. Good for him. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Bernadette. No problem. All right. I think Alison Bacchus is trying to get on to us, so we'll see if she calls in. Of course, Alison is, is who would have um, draped herself in the curtain to go into the Treasury Department. Um, but it was like yesterday, before. Good morning. Alison, if, if you're listening, please call in. We just want to have a quick conversation with you. Good morning. Good morning. This is Alison. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Alison. Oh, Ali Berry. <laughs> Ali Berry. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. I am well. I am well. Well, you spark a national well. conversation on dress code in government buildings. Yeah, this is Paul. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, hi, Paul. Morning. Morning. Yeah, yeah, you know me well, but um, yeah, this is not Yes, the I do. <laughs> so so <laughs> let, let's hear about your experience. Yes, tell us about it. All right, my experience was very mundane thing. Get up, have um, two government checks, as you know, I'm a caterer. So I had two government checks in cash. Got to the the treasury building. And on entering, I just walk up the steps. The security guards, very pleasant, greeted me by the door and said, Mom, you can't come in here with your arms exposed. And I'm like, huh? In the bank? So, okay, you're getting rude. Walked down the step. My car was parked on the other street. I think it's up a couple of street is the name of that street. Walked to my car. Is that a good thing you fit? <laughs> All of that, yes. So I just walked to my car, opened my car, a plastic bag, a uh, piece of curtain watching me. As I said, uh, watch the curtain, the curtain watch back at my hand. Mm, look, my here, I pick up my curtain. As I said, we go into the bank. Went, to, went back. Walk up the steps. Of course, I still have my curtain in my handbag. So I know the security saying, by just tell that woman that we should go in. So as I get to the top of the steps, I pull out my curtain. Of course, she gave a little extra, so she could not have just draped the curtain over her, her, her shoulders, shake out the whole curtain and put it on, as I say, like a superhero. She, with laughter, opened the door and ushered me in. And that was basically it. Eventually got my check cash, came out, random person passing on the street, asked them to take a pic, got home, posted it on my Facebook page. While I know how serious it was because I was, I was a little bit, but I was just disappointed that we still at this point. So I posted it because of what seriousness it was, but because of how I um, thought I dealt with it. And my friends found it was so funny. And one of my girlfriends, she took it 
and she reports to the town. Here we are today. So, so where it is that you were actually entering that they stopped you? Was it a government department or was it a private establishment? No, it was the Treasury Building, which is a government um, oh, institution. Okay. Okay, I just the wanted Treasury to clear that Mm-hmm. The Treasury Building to encash checks. Yeah. Now imagine if you didn't think quickly, you either go and buy a top or go home and change your clothes. Mm-hmm. Anybody know access me? Know, a, to access I, a government I, service. Yes, and I, 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 I saw I, the picture I, online. Um, you weren't immo- you weren't immodestly dressed. The, the skirt was down to your knee, uh, and you were well dressed. And that is my point. That is my point. It's just my arms were exposed, and I'm thinking, what is so offensive about a woman's arm? What is so vulgar that? And and the thing about it, um, Paul and your your other your co-host, I didn't get his name. Richard. Richard. Yeah, Mister Ragubal Singh. Yeah. What what I'm thinking is. Especially what I know of the Treasury is basically to cash checks. I don't know if it have any other services. That is what I know. I'm speaking from what I know. So you go in, you hand them your check. They tell you the necessary paraphernalia that you need to get your check in cash. And you walk back out the door. What is the issue with your attire? Especially your arm exposed. You go, you do your business and, and you're gone. You're not going for a job interview. And as I was saying, I am not about throwing out the baby with the bathwater. I understand there are rules, there are regulations, there are things that have to be had to keep a certain standard. I, I am all for order. I understand that. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, some of these things are archaic, antiquated, and makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, in, in present modern-day life. In present they modern-day life. to the Queen no more. And as I said, Queen Elizabeth went in Parliament, delayed Queen Elizabeth in, with her armless in Parliament. You understand? Michelle Obama, uh, um, uh, um, and we like, and the thing about it, and why I would bring these the, the, these people, is because we like to emulate and we like to talk about these people. These people um, present themselves and they do conferences and things armless and they look very stately, very lovely. Nobody looks vulgar. I don't know what is the issue here in Trinidad and Tobago. Remember in twenty twenty two. Yeah, we are subjects and we need to be controlled. Oh, yeah, it would seem so. That's it what it is. So. We are subjects and the rules come from where we are a colony and we mm-hmm. need to be controlled. Yes, That's what all those rules yeah. are for. To control uh, what to they control. told us law and whatever. And and you know I beg to differ with the, with the sentiment that I'm saying you give a Trinidad an inch and they would take a yard because everybody would just want to. I disagree with that, and you know why I disagree with that? On any given day, you're walking up and down Port of Spain, Scarborough, Sao, um, San Fernando, Princess Town, the average Trinidad and Tobagonian about the business are what we would call properly attired. You don't see people walking around the place half naked. Of course, the exception is not the rule. I mean, sometimes you might see something that might raise the eyebrow a little bit, but that is not the rule. So Absolutely I do not isn't. know. No. Yeah. So I don't know what is the issue. And, and, the and there are some government offices that don't have dress codes or government-related offices that don't have dress codes and they survive and function. To do this video. You see, and that's my point. Oh. So what is so the issue? Why, what is the issue? Why you have somebody sitting in an office decide to write a long memo and say they can't 
come with this. They can't wear this thing. What is that about? Nope. What is that about? What it is that is 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 it power? You feel you need to have a kind of power to dictate to somebody what they should do. People generally know what is expected of them. Generally. Yes, and I totally agree with you. Yes, I you totally know, so. agree with you that that the, the the vast majority absolutely and and if you were to get somebody who was exceptional to the rule it's very rare very very because rare it's very, very rare because very most rare. and because some of those officers who don't have dress codes as i say they function and they people function. come in and nobody's turned back yeah and 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 besides nobody's turned back i sure nobody come in there in a in a eyebrow recent moment that you'd say hey, no because yeah, because people just conform they know they're going to wherever but don't yes. tell me I can't come in because I have on a sandals or because but you have I, on a three-quarter pants. Yeah, but I was just talking. We were just talking. We were just talking about Wendell, who's also a, a coach, and his son went to the licensing office in Carney, and because his yes. jeans had, you know, their jeans with patches on it. Yes, yeah, the shirt. They tell him he can't yes. come in with the jeans with patches. Yes, I witnessed that. I witnessed a friend of mine in the Sandy Grandy passport office going through the same thing, and she had to come out put on her husband's strap pants and go back in to take a passport but they were taken from your neck up. That even make that makes sense? No sense <laughs> whatsoever. You know, so I, I don't know and I don't know what's taking them so long. I don't know what it is about. I, I, I honestly, it is bewildering to me and it actually boggles my mind that adult people People that supposed to be intelligent who think they are cut above the rest and they know better than a lot of us cannot see the folly in this. It is yep. absolutely nonsensical. Yep. No arguments from me with regard to that. None. Yes. I hope I hope they would have, you know, really think that they need to revisit and revise yeah. a lot of these here yeah, these things. Well, thank you for taking that picture, Alison, because at least it spurred the conversation. Uh, even though they're saying, um, uh, I think Alison West is saying, well, it's under review, even though I'm very cautious of the word re under review in Trinidad yeah. and Tobago because that could mean mm -hmm. 10 years from now. But yeah. at least it sparked a conversation on conversation. an issue that, that is a, a burden and an irritant to many citizens accessing services across Trinidad and Tobago. So I think Tobago has removed theirs under five Yeah, Tobago has removed theirs, yes. You know? Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. Thank yeah. you, though. Thank you, yeah, so, for highlighting So, thank you for having the conversation with us this morning. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for, you know, highlighting it and all that. When I did it, I didn't even envisage that this is what would have been the outcome. But to God be the glory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Okay, great. Have a great day. So that was Alison Backus, of course, um, uh, but I made the rounds on social media yesterday with regard to wearing the curtain to enter the treasury building because her arms were exposed. Ooh, major felony. Your arms have been exposed. So therefore, you shall not pass. If Shane was on top of it, you'd have played that quickly. I'm hearing some radio news about you shall not pass. 
So like, where's that? Where is that from, Paul? Lord of the Rings. Absolutely, you're right. That's Gandalf. Gandalf. You yes. shall not pass. And you put your staff up in the air and you get lightning come down and thing, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm hearing some disturbing news, which I'll, I'll seek to verify about Finbar Ryan's or Finbar Ryan's geriatric home in Diego Martin, where. Uh, I don't want to say the allegations on here because I haven't been able to confirm them, but there's some disturbing reports coming out of there about a lack of care for elderly people. And I want to make some calls to the uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society to find out if it's true. And I will report on it afterward. Okay. All right, news is next. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.